right. Welcome everyone to Joe Star All Stars, a podcast by for nerds. For all of you nerds out there, as always, I'm Joey. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. And today we're here to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Window Golio, episode 30. Green Day and Oasis, part one of three, Victor. I believe you mean green tea and sanctuary. <laughs> yes, uh, we do a little JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Watch along podcast. We watch each and every episode and just make dumb jokes about it. It's great. We love it. You love it. You're here. Yeah, I love it. I feel like people probably aren't starting at episode 30 of Window Goldio. A weird I, choice. I forgot there were three parts to this. <laughs> it, it, really, really, there are four parts because last episode was pretty much one of the two. Wait, <laughs> wait, no, there's more than just part. Oh god, oh god, oh yeah, god. Buckle are up. you are you excited for? <laughs> there's Shaker's a part backstory? three. Why are there so <laughs> many episodes? <laughs> we really just what? gotta. I have to. So you don't like chocolate and sex? The next recording session, I'm just going to be still with these motherfuckers for both yep. episodes. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> have fun. Uh, I think we lost Victor. The whole podcast was worth it now. I think he finally quit. <laughs> we finally broke him. We did it, guys. I mean, chocolate and. Seco are a lot. They're just a lot. Be fair. I understand if this is your breaking point. <laughs> I'm not going to get another JoJo episode without these motherfuckers in it for a month. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bold of you to assume that they're gone at the end of the fight. <laughs> these are our whole horses. You take that back right now. <laughs> I mean, what are the odds that they're not just here for the rest of the golden win? Maybe they joined the crew, Victor. Fuck off. <laughs> they, they team up and try and kill the boss, too. <laughs> you better, Obviously. You better use fucking uh, Bites the Dust to go and change it if that's true, because you're not going to have a podcast afterward. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not the worst thing we've seen, Victor. Yeah, but uh, it's definitely the most of the worst thing we've seen. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> okay, so this episode begins with a great yeehaw! Yeah, <laughs> in, in the background plays Joe Joe. <laughs> There's a whole yeah, lot of just that sting <laughs> over and over again in this episode. I think. Yeah, they, they use it very liberally in this episode. It's because it's it. great. Yeah. It, it feels kind of unearned, though. <laughs> I don't think we've earned it yet. <laughs> well, the first thing that happens afterward is... Yoshi! Yoshi! Yeah, because Seko was a good, good boy, and he, he, he was able to get uh, Narancha's just shocked look on his face, his Pikachu face. Yeah, you got it on film? Did you capture the desperation on their faces as they clung for dear life? Fucking freak. And... And he yes, just, yes, like, yes, rubs yes, the yes, shit yes, out of yes, Seko's yes, head. Seko's, like... He's shown him so much affection. Seko's constantly, like, 
shocked eyes just make it look like he has no idea what the fuck is going on. He doesn't. <laughs> I mean, that that's the thousand yard stare of someone who has got a raging erection from this. <laughs> Thank you, Joey. Thank you You're for welcome. making it so much worse. Did you not know that this well, was their relationship? You should this have. Man doesn't, this man doesn't need to wear whatever the hell he's wearing, but he is. It's his stand. He's wearing his stand. Uh, this Everyone is, else sees him as naked. Are, are you this Are you is, sure that's his yes. stand? That, yes, that is a hundred percent Oasis. If you say so, it's a wearable stand. I'll accept it. I, I, well, I won't accept it, but it's fine. Hey, uh, yeah, dude, would you like to know about why humans are the apex predator on the planet? It's because we're curious. Humans are sure. more curious than any other plant animal on the planet, guys. So that's why we've evolved to have. Bigger brains or whatever. The shut the fuck up. Cool. <laughs> well, uh, that that that's not important. What's important is that this good good boy deserves a treat. <gasps> how many, How treats? many treats How you want, good treats? boy? Three. You think he deserved three? <laughs> and then uh, Chocolata tosses three sugar cubes at this boy. Wait, you're not gonna splurge <laughs> for like Reese's cups or something. Really, you're gonna use sugar cubes like, like the fun size Reese's cups too, like just so they're nice the and bite size. S- the sound Seco makes when he holds up three fingers. Oh, oh this dude's not the way eyes. he just he catches these cubes out of the air. It's just I I don't understand any of this. He just looks so fucking deranged the whole time, and then Chocolato also looks fucking deranged, and he like he spits a sugar cube out of the air with another sugar cube, like. Just to let you know who we're dealing with. So, at first I was like, compare and contrast this to Pesci and Prosciutto. But now I think I've got it that's a lot closer. Is this, like, compare and contrast this to, like, the Joker and Harley? <laughs> uh... Yeah, it's, like, even worse and more problematic Joker and Harley. I mean, this, this guy does look like a clown, and... Yep. Yeah. Anyway, then after we get another with just like the hand just moving over the head, like uh we then get uh thank you Tim, a one to one recreation of a manga panel where Seko is just uh twerking it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <gasps> Wait We yeah, get Green we, Day we, fags. We do actually get Green, green Day fags. Fa- okay, okay. Maybe this'll be okay. Maybe this'll be okay. It won't. It won't. Oh, no. All right. Stand name, Green Day. Host, Chocolata. Destructive Force, A. Speed, C. Range, A. Durability, A. Precision, E. Growth, A. Ability. If an organism moves from a high location to a lower one, it will be attacked by a mold that rots the flesh and destroys it. This parasitic mold bears an ability that was latent within the curiosity of its host, Chocolata. When he sees it, he feels truly alive. The mold's effective range is its distance from a corpse, so it can use corpses to create more corpses and spread without limit. The boss locked this ability away, but he permitted it to be used for this mission. How? How the fuck did you do that? Yeah, I need explanation on that. That doesn't make sense. Did you lock Chocolata in a steel box? Like, I don't understand. I hope so. (laughs) Yeah. And if yes, why would you ever release him? (laughs) I I really don't want Bucciarati to figure out that uh, I have, I don't know, a bad haircut today. 
(laughs) (laughs) That's his true concern. (sighs) So, Victor, we get the opening here, which has to be a breath of fresh air for you after being sandwiched with chocolate and... Seco. I, I has don't want to think about the thing you just said, so yes. Yeah, um, sandwich, sandwich. Has Trader's <laughs> Requiem grown on you at all? Um, Musically, not much. Visually, it's pretty good. Like, oh, I, I, I do still... like the visuals in this. Musically, I just it, it doesn't really do that much for me. You don't like it? Go, Seco! I, I, it, it took me a while to like it, too. I, th- I think I liked it before this, though, but it did oh, take hey. me a bit. Now is the time, since we're talking about the opening and kind of, you know, the, the ending's kind of related to that. I feel really bad because it's Traitor's Requiem. They use the word Requiem in the song. Uh, uh-huh. Modern Crusaders does not interpolate Requiem from a Dream, as I previously said. That's O Fortuna. That I, and I know that. And I thought about it. And I'm like, it's been stuck in my head. And I was fucking wrong about it. It's okay. Nobody else did the research to correct us, right? I mean, nobody nobody came out of the woodwork to be like, well, actually. And I'm I appreciate that. Uh, but uh, no, here it's I okay. am telling you. I know. I'm wrong about everything, so like it's, it's not a big deal. <laughs> it, it's it's just kind of lost among all the other ways we're wrong on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's just a drop in the bucket. If they've made it this far, like they've accepted it. If they've been this far, they've watched a lot of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and uh, the stand dementia is setting in. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think the word requiem is important, Victor? Yes, I know it is because you've made many, many references to it. One of our episode titles is called "Bebop and Rocksteady or Stuck in Requiem." I just keep waiting for it. <laughs> do, you, do you have any <laughs> idea what it might mean? Uh, I did something about reincarnation, probably, but like I. I just keep waiting for it. Like, God fucking damn it. We are 10 episodes from the end of the current anime. Like, Don't worry, we've only got three more episodes of Seko and Chocolate. We're only going to edge you a little bit longer. Then we can start getting to other things that make uh, more sense. Uh, Nobody knows. Okay, let's we'll see. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, um, the boys are back on the, the boys dock. are back in tap. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah we get, the, we get they're the... on the dock. <laughs> the the boat's flaming behind them. Uh, Butcherati's leaning over the turtle, <laughs> oh, talking the, into it. And I love that shot of, every time. The Me animation too. of the from the beginning of the episode where Naranja drops the turtle and Butcherati just comes flying out of it. Yeah, <laughs> giant good. hand coming out. Yeah. Of <laughs> I like anytime uh, somebody's talking into the turtle, and you just get like the the view from inside the turtle looking up at them. I don't know; it really does it for me. Really. It's a good shot. You should rely on that shot more. Uh, we have a good like tap out because Naracha and Jorno uh, need to go in the turtle because Jorno needs to heal everybody real quick. Get rid of that sweet, sweet mold. And He's uh, like, this is hard when there's stuff growing in the wounds, yeah. <laughs> which is upsetting. It's very <laughs> upsetting. And uh, don't like it. Bruno and Mister get to get to tap out and become our like main party members for this. Yeah, we get, so the previous couple that you mentioned, Pesci and Prosciutto, was also a Mista Bruno fight, and now we get another Mista Bruno tag team against the uh, the much more upsetting couple of enemy stand users 
Emphasis on couple. To be fair, I pretty much always want Mista and Bruno to, like, do their thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, if it wasn't for the rest of the gang, they probably would have taken over the boss already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, they start trying to climb some stairs and start having some trouble because of Seko's Power Oasis, which is... <laughs> what What does it do? <laughs> uh, you see, uh... <laughs> you remember Dio and Polnareff on the stairs, right? It's basically that. <laughs> It is not that. It is not that, but they play it like that for some <laughs> goddamn reason. It makes can, no sense what they do here. He can sort of turn earth and rock into liquid for him. It's very sort strange. Of. My Hero Academia did it better. With the cement man? Is that who you're thinking of? No. Mirio. Yeah, when so he, this isn't, he phases this isn't, out of existence, though. <laughs> yeah, this isn't a Shadow Cat's ability. This is, or Kitty Pryde's. This is like turning the rock into liquid. Yeah, he's literally swimming in the rock. It's yeah. it's actually it's closer to Spice Girls, actually. <laughs> and yeah, it, it's like he could suck people into it or have them fall into it, but then their stands like interact with the ground as normal? Question mark. He's somehow sinking the entire staircase, that which does seem sense. like it's also a cheaty combo with the thing that if you go down, yeah, you die. yeah. How about that? Yeah, OP. Yeah, but then the, we we just get a bunch of stupid interactions where the they're tr- like Araki's trying to fake us out and make us think it's something else, and then the payoff is the staircase is sinking and nothing makes sense in the prior five minutes. <laughs> yeah, they get like quicksanded down into the rock, but I like that Mista loses his gun and then he gets sex pistols to go get it back. <laughs> so, I love this. I'm like, how does that work? I don't, I don't know. How this know. I in the, don't in the, know. In the manga, they shot it. I guess in the anime, they shot it too. They sort of just lift it up out of the earth. They kick it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry oh, about it. We also glossed over a weird scene of an interaction between Narancha and Trish, where Narancha yeah. is just like, hey, uh, do you have feelings? Is that what? what's going <laughs> on here? Like, I don't have feelings. <laughs> Narancha, she's a girl, not an alien. <laughs> not a robot. Now, the way he talks to her, I'm like, have you interacted with a human being before? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's a very sad boy. And that's uh, it. Uh, what I really like about the scene is he does the the tired old man voice again that we had several <laughs> episodes ago. He's like, it's, I'm really be. I guess guy could take a nice. This is just yeah. Pesci prosciutto too, except way, way, way worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one what? one There's person. So many biological the, stands this season. The, the sub stand user has something that goes through solid surfaces, and then the dominant stand user has something that's like a plague that affects a wide range. Uh, uh, you're, yeah. you're right. <laughs> He's like did the same fucking plot three times this season, <laughs> <laughs> and like yeah. he nailed it with one of them, and then fucked up the other ones. Wait, what's the other one you're talking about? Uh, I don't know. Purple Haze? That's a, th- that's a thing, I guess. I guess. Yeah. 
I, Anyways, I've um, fully removed brain for these episodes, and that's okay. Yeah, good, good in, call. In order to escape this uh, singing stare, Mista shoots a sign without his stand. Just shoots the sign until it falls over, uh, uh, and making like a, a handhold for them. Excellent. Like, good the job, physics here team. are very no, sus. No. no. <laughs> They were sus back during White Album. They're sus now. Can you imagine being like the police the next day walking into this town? So everyone melted. And where did the staircase go? (laughs) What happened? I quit. I quit. I'm just imagining looking at the police record as just like you're looking at a picture of the crime scene. You look at like a historical picture of it. You're like, wait. Wait, there's a staircase. Where? What? What? <laughs> this is when you write down there was a gas leak and you just like bury <laughs> everything. Bury all the evidence. There will be no police in this section. They will get doctors <laughs> and fucking like doctors across borders, radiation teams, maybe. Be, yeah, hazmat. Speedwagon Foundation. Speedwagon uh, Foundation. Just My parents met the took the G-men. stairs because I'm grounded. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sir, the, our boys are looking for a car to get out of here. Smart. Um, Just but, run away from the problem. I appreciate yeah, that. G- good plan. Too bad you have the, the fucking thick ass bootied stand user uh, no. after you. <laughs> God, I remember that as soon like as soon as this episode aired. Yeah, yeah. so much. Seco has Seco. a dump truck ass, right? He does. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> It's a lot. <laughs> it's really just popping it all over the place when he's got the chance. Mm. Rocky didn't have to draw, uh, draw him this way, but he did. Yeah. And he's a hero for it. I like that when they're <laughs> running for the car, Mista shoots him. And it's like, of course, Seko deflects the bullets with rocks he spit out using a stand suit. Into okay. Mista. So he just got to get shot by his own gun again. Uh, Again, but you then Mista whole horses it back as they like <laughs> curve That's around in the this. sky. <laughs> it's like man, whole horse, you ain't shit, are you? <laughs> well, good. I assumed that was a sugar cube that blocked three bullets, and was very confused. <laughs> this still doesn't work. <laughs> uh. That's not eh. how bullet deflection works. Like, you remember eh. that scene in Gemini Man where he shoots the grenade and it goes back along the path? That's this, yeah. all right? It still doesn't make sense. That. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Seko per- ain't here for goddamn Mister. He's here for Bucciaretti. <laughs> and he's <It's>, coming. <laughs> Bucciaretti is coming. <laughs> Bruno decides to sacrifice himself by jumping off and then catching Seko as he pops his face out of the wall with a nice Arrivederci punch rush. It didn't unravel him, which kind of upset me, though. Yeah, I'm like, where are all the zippers? Sorry, he's not thinking straight right now. It's because he's afraid of Green Day. And you know what, Victor? Isn't Green Day a music reference? I mean, I'd be much happier to talk about Green Day the music reference than Green Day the stand. Please, please get me to Green Day the band. <laughs> please. All right, Victor. I will I will grant you this mercy. <laughs> <laughs> 
please. Sometimes I give myself the creeps. Sometimes my mind plays tricks on me. It all keeps setting up. I think I'm cracking up. Am I just paranoid? Am I just up? I went to a train. Welcome back to JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference, where this week we'll be taking on the face of 90s punk, Green Day. Lead singer and guitarist Billy Joe Armstrong, bassist Mike Durnt, and drummer Trey Cool have been the band's core since 1990, and the band has been a major force in the zeitgeist for most of the 27 years since the release of their breakthrough album, Dookie. They've been cited as one of the big reasons punk music went mainstream in the 90s, and their resurgence as the leading source of protest music during the Bush era propelled them through the 20 aughts with a new generation of fans. They've been nominated for 20 Grammys with 5 wins, they've sold over 75 million records worldwide, and they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in their first year of eligibility. But wouldn't you also like to know about the bullshit drama they went through early on? The group began in 1987 when then 15-year-olds Armstrong and Durnt formed a garage band with a couple of friends. The other two guys both dropped out of the band by the end of the next year, with drum duties being taken up by John Kiffmeyer, who lasted through the band's first album, 39 Smooth, but dropped out after the supporting tour to attend college. Trey Cool was initially brought in as a temporary replacement, but Kiffmeyer eventually ceded the position to him. The band grew enough in the underground scene to have their second album, 1991's Kerplunk, sell over 50,000 copies despite not being carried by a major label. This led to them finally signing with a major label in 1993, destroying all their underground punk cred amid accusations of selling out. So in one of the punkest possible moves, a giant middle finger to the haters, of course their major label debut is one of the biggest albums of the decade, 1994's Dookie, which went platinum in just six months and was certified diamond, that's 10 million copies sold in the US, five years and seven days after its initial release. Its three major singles all hit number one on the alternative chart and received heavy rotation on MTV. It won the Grammy for Best Alternative Album that year and has frequented the top of retrospective rankings since, for the best music of 1994, for the best punk and alternative rock albums, for greatest albums of all time. Pretty much everyone, everywhere, can get down with some Dookie. Fun fact, the album was originally supposed to be titled Liquid Dookie, but the record label thought that was just too much, so they dialed it back to just Dookie. The iconic cover art features a dog pilot flying a plane, dropping bombs labeled Dookie on an incredibly busy cartoon replication of Telegraph Avenue and the band's old stomping grounds of Berkeley, California. The art is stuffed with wild caricatures and in-jokes, kind of reminiscent of a Where's Waldo spread. The band's next two albums, Insomniac and Nimrod, did not replicate Dookie's success. But I mean, that's a high bar to clear, and both of them have sold over 2 million copies in the US at this point, so they can hardly be called failures. Nimrod also produced one of the band's most enduring songs, Good Riddance, Time of Your Life, which received tons of radio airplay and became a staple at proms and graduations. It remained their most successful single for years. Until 2004, when the band dropped their magnum opus, American Idiot. It debuted at number one on the Billboard 200, 
hitting number one in 19 countries overall, and dominated the airwaves and my CD player for the next two years. I listened to this album every morning while walking to school for months on end. It's structured as a rock opera about a suburban teen leaving for the city, fighting the system and his own demons. But it leads with its first single, the title track, which is pretty explicitly political about W, the Iraq War, and the general post-9-11 fear culture. The third track, and also third single, Holiday, is also a not-really-veiled criticism of those same things. And this colors the whole story arc presented throughout the rest of the songs, which are more focused on the plot. It's not just about rebellion, it's about specifically rebelling against the bullshit we were seeing develop at that very moment in America. The massive expansion of the surveillance state, megacorps continuing to conglomerate into stifling cultural hegemonies, the continuing persecution of minorities and marginalized groups under dubious interpretations of Christian morality. The band dropped the album two months before the election in an attempt to maximize its impact. And though it would have taken a lot more than just an all-time great album to dethrone a sitting president, American Idiot did leave an indelible impact on the culture and Green Day's legacy. Their previous album was 2000's Warning, which, even though I think that album is fucking great also, only went gold. They then released a Greatest Hits compilation, and the pop-punk scene they had helped create was producing new acts, and Green Day was beginning to be regarded as the old guard, elder statesmen. They went through a bit of a midlife crisis. Were they washed up? Did they even want to do this shit anymore? And then they come out with their masterpiece, and they go right back to the top. American Idiot took Best Rock Album at the 2005 Grammys, and its single Boulevard of Broken Dreams won Record of the Year at the 2006 Grammys. British magazine Kerrang! called American Idiot the best album of the decade, and it made number 248 in the most recent edition of the Rolling Stone 500 Greatest Albums of All Time. Green Day's cultural prominence receded for their subsequent albums, as the musical mainstream was shifting away from rock in a big way by their next album's release in 2009. Honestly, I think their biggest mistake was not releasing an album in 2014, given that their other big moments happened in 1994 and 2004. Maybe we'll see another resurgence from them in 2024. right victor my jojo is the only one that walks beside me sure okay which one's I'm, your I'm... jojo <laughs> you have to pick one now <laughs> but it's, uh, it's the stand the stand Jessica. is supposed to be the one that's beside you it doesn't fit, it, it fit stands the beside you right? <laughs> yeah. yeah sorry my sh- my jojo is the only one that stands beside me thank you <laughs> there you go yeah okay my stando's heart's the only thing that's beating anyway um let's get back Wake to Chuck. Me up when joseph ends yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> Like, I tried I, to do a September ends, and it, it didn't work. Wake me up when this fucking stand fight ends. 
<laughs> there you go. We found it. <laughs> so Sekka retreats underground to have a conversation where he bitches. He's like, wait, that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> At least he's a good boy and he go. does it. And look, he's he's very concerned that, that Bruno hit him. He's like, nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good boy and he at least gets his own suffering on camera. God, that tongue when he tries to lick his face. How is it so long? Why is it so big? That's like Polnareff length. That's why That's why uh, Chocolata let him live. He was getting that tongue extension. <laughs> he calls Chocolata. He's like, do you remember that stand, Notorious Big? And Chocolata's like, yeah, the stand that's formed from the de- energy yeah, like, from the dead grudge. Could not that could possibly know this. <laughs> Just reads the card of the stand information. <laughs> yeah, formed from the grudge that came that manifested after the stand user died. Of course, is it, is it alive or is it dead? I don't, I don't know. I, I like that. Chuckle is like, how am I supposed to know this shit? What's wrong with you, Seko? It's just a stando. It just works. <laughs> yeah, but would but would your green day grow on it? Like the, Which is like he's basically getting after like, hey. Bucciarati didn't have uh, Green Day growing it, and that's fucking suspicious. That's sus. That's sus as fuck. The thing that mm-hmm. kills me most about him bringing up Notorious Big is that it's absolutely not necessary for the point he's trying to make. I know. <laughs> Araki, what the fuck? It's because Araki wanted to know, and he, d- he needed to ask the viewer. <laughs> I gotta see what these people say online about this, so I can make up my mind about it. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go to the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Usenet and like check out what people are saying about my manga. 1998. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that sounds yeah. right. Yeah. Simpsons were doing that, so yeah, why not Iraqi? <laughs> they just get away then. They all just drive away in a car. <laughs> okay, yeah. sure. Yeah, Bruno gets back up. Yeah, I guess Somehow. he just zippers his way up. I don't know. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. if I could zipper anywhere... I, that's the only mode of transportation I would take. Yeah, it's punch it's a big zipper into the wall and zip yourself right up there. It's like, like it's that easy. stupid spinner from Twilight Princess. Every time you see one of those things that the spinner goes in, you have Fuck to take yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd make the I'd make the zipper really big though, like really Ch- big, like two-handed zipper. Yeah, two two hand that zipper. Oh yeah. Uh Chocolato's like, hey Seko, why is there a car on the road? Bad dog Seko. Bad. Bad. Seko is bleeding from this wound rather profusely. Good job. Yeah, it's a lot of blood. Scalp wounds are like that. It's not that much blood in the whole scheme of things, at least in this show. He's not drowning in it yet, in this closed, like, tunnel that he's made. I thought he swam through the ground. Why is he in a tunnel? I don't. It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Don't Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. (laughs) So, uh... (laughs) Mista gets patched up, immediately falls asleep. <laughs> Jordan's Jordan. like, you need to rest, buddy. And he's like, ah, oh, yeah. I was just be- being eaten by mold. But yes, I could I could take a yeah. nap. Yeah, I, I have adrenaline pumping right now, but I could take a fucking nap. I get it. And I, then, like, he is ow. deep dead asleep. <laughs> fucking hell. He's in a fucking coma. 
<laughs> because there out. is a lot of noise that goes on right next to him of stuff that he really needs to pay attention to, nah, and he is gone. <laughs> and extremely it. important conversations happening. <laughs> Very loudly, too. Jordo is not being subtle about this. <laughs> he's like, all right, now that he's asleep... Uh, you're a fucking zombie, my dude. You're a right? fucking zombie. <laughs> yeah, Bruno's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I died, but you brought me back, sort of. But also, I can't you really. You imbued me with some life energy that kept me going a little while longer. I didn't I, know Doesn't the Bruno golden... say in this episode, it's like, you know, what's dead can't be brought back to life after he makes the point that he got brought back to life? Like, yeah. <laughs> this ain't living. I didn't know the gold experience was becoming a ghoul. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Giorno's a necromancer got it yeah absolutely very cool very cool to make one of your characters a necromancer um you could still repair his body right yeah i why think would, why wouldn't you his body's not could... alive though I, I think if Giorno used gold experience on bruno he could turn them into like a dog or something Turn him into the frogs. Yeah, yeah. Turn him into a frog, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, his hand is mangled. Like, okay, if he was dead when uh, when Giorno uh, brought him back to life, so to speak, that means his, his power works at least on the body. So you could, you know, patch it up a little bit. No, just leave that bone sticking out. <laughs> yeah, I guess that bone sticking out's fine. He's going to make Seko, like, really, like... He's going to show it to Sacco and hope it grosses him out, but he doesn't know who he's working against. <laughs> I I like the scene, though. Like, yeah. The the amount of, like, ser- the seriousness uh, that Giorno is like, hey, like, like this, this, this is pretty nuts, and, like, you have the music swelling in the background. It's just, like, I don't know. It really hits me pretty hard in the feels. It, it, this scene really feels like we're being put on a timer. Yeah. Like, to me, that's what this scene is trying to show us. Yeah, Bucciarati's body doesn't have very much time left, does it? Nope. <sighs> yeah. Victor, you think Bucciarati's going to make it to the end of the se- <laughs> this part? Of this part? Uh, uh, do you mean... Golden, golden Wind. Wind. Window Goldio, sorry. Oh, absolutely not. Except this is my fate. It's a, it's a touchy little scene. Dig it. <laughs> so, you know what wait, I, uh, what's that noise, though? Wait, you know what wait I do you dig? hear that? Do you hear that? Where did they get a fucking, hel- <laughs> fucking helicopter? <laughs> they had the helicopter. That's how they got to Rome so fast. T- uh, Who gave these like psychopaths a helicopter? They took the helicopter. I love, yeah. I love how empty the streets of Rome are. One of the most you know densely populated metropolises in the world. It's the middle uh, of the night. It's middle of the night, and the people are getting plagued to death. Yeah, like it's fucking eerie. There was, you, a party da- there was a party down at the docks. In a city that large, middle of the night doesn't mean anything. Like, it, <laughs> Have you been in New yeah, York at night? Like, I, it's I've never still, been in New York at night, but I've been in big cities at night. It's it, it, very like, densely populated still. Like, <laughs> I know, the, the streets clear out because even, like, there are only so many bars. <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> so they realize there's a helicopter following them, and they're like, oh shit, and they corpse- <laughs> just smashes into their windshield <laughs> what a fucking jump scare the jump scare is so good here and also just like what the fuck rocky uh, um perfect aim chocolata and Seco. yeah excellent aim yeah actually a Impactful. drop from that distance like that's that's hard to, to get you gotta lead the target and you gotta adjust for your own speed and everything yeah 
Good shot. So needless to say, um, we crashed the car here. Yeah. Wait, how many yeah. corpses did you think they, they dropped before they hit that shot? <laughs> yeah, three. that definitely wasn't the first one. God, the three of them bouncing around in this car as Bukarati zips their way out, then stops them with a zipper on the wall. Like, yes. it's very good. Yeah, using the zipper to to stop them with the wall. Like, it's just very good. I love it. This is a good scene. And then we get the bad scene of everyone in Rome dying. Yeah. yeah. We really the get city. that we really get that corpses are being used to make more mold scene. And yeah, here, like I, here here it is. Here's the death. It's awful. Like a man's cradling his wife or, or girlfriend and he's like, Let me go get a doctor, orange on the street. Blah. Uh, people come out on their balcony and like, hey, what was that sound? That makes no sense. They're already so high. I know. It's just... Cars start colliding with each other. People in the street just melting. Ugh. I hate this. <laughs> oh no, somebody else is dying by a mold. What do I do? Stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> Shit! Ugh. That's not helping. You're getting your stuff wrong. Mista takes a shot at the helicopter, and we get some neat things of Seko de- like deflecting it with his stupid stand suit. Like, like, but then we get one of the best shots in the show of just, just flopping onto the ground. <laughs> no, of the team up shot between Jordo yeah. and Mista. Oh, oh, you're skipping forward to that. No, I was talking about when Seko. Go, dives out of the helicopter and just looks like he just face plants into the ground and then it's just like a corpse there like <laughs> uh, but yeah hey. uh, what the fuck is the point of uh mista like this is the polnareff problem again like he just he gives them a stand that's very simple does one thing and then every other stand is better at it than he is like i, I it, he was I really fun on the train I, I don't know notorious big really did die his stand user <laughs> fucking died. <laughs> fucking got him. Uh, yeah, you know but then he was still invalidated. <laughs> you know whose stand would really do work here? Fucking Naranches. <laughs> yeah. He could just yeah. take down the fucking helicopter. Yeah, just fire them fucking missiles, man. But, okay. Mista lines up. As Giorno, like, puts his arm around, one hand on the gun with him, one arm around Mista down his pants. Down his pants. Uh, This is is my jam. This is my sexuality right here. Bros being bros. They, they like, exactly perfectly. This is the shot of, of, uh,. A, like a sleazy bar hound, like trying to like pretend he's teaching a chick how to play pool. <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> exactly that. All right, but it's not perfectly recreated from the manga. The manga has Jorno's hand down Mista's pants. Uh, on the Blu-ray, his hands are down the pants. In the non-Blu-ray, oh. it's not. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, I'm watching the Blu-ray, and his hand is in that pants. Good. Yep. <laughs> Wait, no. I'm, yeah, no. See, that's in the in the Crunchyroll version too. It starts that way, and then in the next shot, his hand is out of the pants. I've seen ones like there is one version where his hands don't go down his pants. I don't remember what it was though. Cowards. But they shoot the bullets at a building next to the yeah. helicopter. The bullets grow into a tree that then grabs the copter. I love it. 
team up powers, bitch. So it's good. good. It's yeah. stupid. It's really, really stupid, but it's good. I mean, you could have just shot the plane, but you know. Yeah. No, he, the, his pistol is too short of a range. The effective range won't make it. That's what your stand is for. <laughs> He's like, no, I know the sex pistol's range better than anyone. They okay. won't make it. Like, fine. Seriously, sure. your bullet fall off is that extreme? <laughs> I I've seen you make better, shot, like tougher shots than this. <laughs> he should be able to chain sex pistols to increase the range. Yes. Don't. Just all six of them on one bullet, and they just you know kick like one job jumps off, kicks it, another one jumps off, kicks it. Exactly, it's perpetual and then, motion. And then it goes in a chocolata's face. And then we have solved a major problem for the universe, unlike what we did with Notorious Pig. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's we have to divide a... our team. Right? Yep. Yeah. Jorno, Jorno and Mister. Jorno and Mister gotta go fight uh, Chocolata, and Bootsready's gotta fight uh, Seco, and that's it. That's the end of the episode. Yeah. So how'd you like it, Victor? Yeah. Fuck this shit. <laughs> this one's better. <laughs> Is it? I uh, yes. You got I think, no holes. I think so. That's true. They did not do a close up on the fucking holes this time, like they did with Beast's hand in the last one. You uh, just oh, right. got war crime. Oh right, we get a uh, we get the Green Green Day and Oasis added to the fucking stand pillar in uh, Mono Crusaders. Hell yeah! Yeah, and of course and, the thick you... ass booty is on display. Yeah. You get a nice <laughs> look at Seca's ass. <laughs> if you can't tell, I think a Rocky might be horny for Seco. <laughs> <laughs> he just really wants a thick gimp. I mean, it's, <laughs> that tracks really with it. everything we know about Iraqi, right? Like, yeah, who yeah. doesn't Rocky. want a thick gimp? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I think I like gimps now. And he, and he draws into the manga. Yeah. And then I think by the end of the arc, he's like, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Iraqi got to the end of this and was like, is there something wrong with me? He, he of course, said no afterward, but no. I hope he asked me. No, no. it is the children who are wrong. <laughs> <It is the laughs> children. Uh, I, I like this. I like this a lot. I like, I, I don't know why I like these villains, but I know they're terrible. I know they're evil, but I like them. There's a lot of personality there. I there's there's definitely here. a lot of personality. That's a way to describe this. <laughs> Quantity, <laughs> not quality. <laughs> uh, I, I, I really like the idea. Like, I hate to say, I hate to say, like, I just like the finish of this fight a lot. <laughs> Which we're yeah. not getting yet, but still. I, that's, that's where most of my, like, positive energy for this comes from, I guess. God, All I can't right, wait so... to spend four more weeks with no non-Chocolata and Seco content in my JoJo. Hey, if you keep <laughs> bitching, they're not going to make uh, the next part before we run out of episodes. Yeah, Victor. And then no. we'll be stuck, and then we'll die. You'll have a treat coming up, I think, in two episodes. So, well, hang on there, Victor. It might be worth it. Maybe. Probably not, but it might, it might be. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, thank you all for watching. Where can we find everyone? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Los Grantalinus. That's Los underscore Grantalinus. You can find me, Tim, at Big Blue Zam. We're all. Uh, I, I guess I'm just going to post nonsense this week. I didn't, we didn't talk about the manga too, too much. 
I mean, just post Jorno with his hand down Mista's pants. Yeah. I mean, that's what my yep. that is what my account is for. That's what that's what my other other accounts for. <laughs> yeah. Mm. You can find me on Twitter at TF Waffleman, and you can find the podcast on Twitter at Joe Star All Stars. Find uh, the podcast episodes wherever you get your normal podcast episodes, as opposed to your bizarre podcast episodes. Uh, <laughs> iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, JoeStarAllStars.Fireside.FM. And if you want to contact us, feel free to send something to JoeStarAllStars at gmail.com, or come check us out in the official unofficial Discord set up by Dune. It's pinned on Twitter. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah. We will hang in there occasionally and chat and seems cool full of cool people uh we enjoy everyone sorry we enjoy making this we appreciate each and every one of you who listens if you want to support us feel free to leave a review five star tell a friend you know just start graffitiing joe star all stars on public buildings uh, maybe don't, don't do that don't, don't do that. commit crimes <laughs> don't commit crimes in our name i should have put <laughs> more alcohol in this beverage yeah. I did not have enough for this episode. <laughs> well, now you know better for the next two parts. <laughs> parts two and three. Ooh. Don't oh, boy. Victor, you'll miss them when they're gone. No, I will not. <laughs> you will look back fondly. Mm-hmm. Just like you do on the other things that you didn't like at the time. But now... No? You know, like, like strength, right? Can't you just... <laughs> okay, look, I appreciated the monkey at the time. Or sorry, the orangutan. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Did you? That's not how I remember it. That's not how yeah. I remember it. Yeah, that's <laughs> not how I remember it either. Are you sure you haven't just been worn down by two more seasons of Like orangutan in a captain's captain's jacket, like but no, there there are plenty of things in this show that I uh I'm fine not having anymore. Ever again. We're, we're, we're almost through. And once we get through on part three, we get some fun stuff. <laughs> Just some things that I can't wait for you to get to, Victor. Oh, yeah? Uh, oh, it's yeah. going to be good. Yeah, we get to see <laughs> the reveal of who Deep like deep Throat and how that plays in on the story. And, like, the boss. And, yeah. Deep Throat better be Joseph Joestar and Hermit Purple has just gone rogue and put him into the fucking internet. Like, (laughs) the ghost of the machine. (laughs) I gotta tell you, that's a very good theory. (laughs) (laughs) Joseph Joestar in the cyber chase. (laughs) I like it. I like that idea. Because Joseph Joestar would have anything to do with the boss. I got it. (laughs) Are you excited for. Trisha's character arc. <laughs> oh God, she, she she has one. Oh God, we're we're in Italy. We're in Italy. It's got to be a Zeppeli, right? It's a Zeppeli in the machine. <laughs> also a good theory. The line didn't die after all. It was Caesar. <laughs> the rock cross put him into a computer. <laughs> it's, it's the cross was actually just a, a, a the meteorite. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you all for watching. This is Joe Star All Star signing out for all of you. Um, there's that there. Say goodbye, JoJo. Goodbye, JoJo. Oh, oh no. Oh no, you can't use that.
Oh no. no. <laughs> that seems like a bad time all around. That's not okay. <laughs> yeah, don't put sriracha into your uh your your uh, jizz dildos. Like don't, don't do that. Don't tell me what to do. I want to know what it's like <laughs> to fuck a dragon. And that's <laughs> the only conceivable thing in my mind that would match it. Is <laughs> is, dramen se- is dragon semen spicy? Yes. Of course, Grant. It's I'm hot, sorry. Like lava. Red red dragon semen. You're right. All right. The, the <laughs> white dragon semen is. <laughs> if it's a copper dragon, it tastes like pennies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 